Hi, I'm Phnom. Hi, I'm Mardis. We're the hosts of Future Future, where two designers talk about the future of everything. We're in the business of turning science fiction into reality for a better future. And today, we're going to talk about finishes. So Finishes is the third installment of a series of videos that we're doing on CMF, as in colors, materials, and finishes. A lot of the times, all of us uh, experience finishes through the quality of products. There are certain quality of products that are very cheap and some that are very expensive. For example, every time you walk into a dollar store, you know, the products and the packaging that you see are very, you know, glossy and cheap and there's not much attention given to them. And that's because the designers didn't spend that much time, you know, figuring out what it looks like. When you go to a high-end audio store, for example, Every single finish that you see, a brushed metal, you know, little flakes of metal inside the coating of a surface, or even the, the way wood is being treated. Everything is very subtle and very well designed and, and very rich. And that is the work of a designer putting their effort into making something more expensive. We think about how finishes are applied to different products and how they are applied to a family of products as a whole. And this is part of what we call our design language. And this helps brands sort of establish their brand look and feel through products and how they establish it over time. And what's really interesting, through the application of finishes, we can affect consumers' buying behaviors and decisions consciously. They look at a product and they say, oh, I like how this looks or how it feels, how I interact with it, or we can do it subconsciously. Sometimes you pick up a product and you're not quite sure why you really are attracted to it. You're not quite sure why this is the product for you. And so close your eyes and then maybe touch that material and you might say, oh, wow, this has a very special finish that somehow I connect to. So there are a lot of things that designers have to keep in mind when they make finished decisions for the product that they design. First, we got to think about the usability. Who's going to use it? When are they going to use it? How often? Where is it going to live? How do we interact with the product? How do we hold a product or carry a product? Let's say a tool might be coated in a rubberized coating so you don't drop a tool on a job site or whatnot. Certainly in a, an environment like a hospital, you want to make sure you have a good grasp of your surgical tool. So in those cases, we might use things called knurling. Knurling is actually a mechanical uh, treatment through milling process to create these little tiny textures all over the surface of, say, a handle of a scalpel or X-Acto knife. So a great example of uh, finishes are a camera. Like a high-end camera has both sort of a textural grip so you don't drop it. It usually is rubberized or has a TPU or has some sort of elastomer so it's comfortable. But then oftentimes what they do is they also spray on top of it a really durable textured paint. And this does a couple things. You don't drop it, but when you do, it still looks fantastic because it's already got a texture. And when you're talking about shooting pictures, you don't want reflections into the lens. So it's less likely for these hard black materials to nick and then reflect light back. So it's multi-purposes, multi-usabilities in a camera environment. There are certain products that are matte or they're glossy and that really changes the way people perceive them. For example, if you look at your car, there might be you know, a metallic paint on it, nothing special. And then you upgrade and perhaps one day you can afford to buy a Ferrari and then there you can have that wet, glossy, thick paint applied to the exterior and really make you feel 
a certain way. Or you can go the complete opposite and get like a matte black Lamborghini. The expression of an object can be done through the finish applied to it. And so next, also we can think about how it fits in an environment. Does it fit in a work environment? Does it fit in a home environment? Is it something that stands out, that you use all the time, that you're reminded to see uh, very often during the day, like your cell phone or your laptop at work? Or is it something that disappears in the background, like a piece of furniture? A few years ago, we designed a line of wireless charging devices for Intel. And these devices, we realized, should be disappearing when we're not charging devices. And uh, they should be very prominent when we're using or very practical in their geometry. So we made decisions on the finishes and the material we use based on that. When you think about brands and how they represent themselves, some of them are calm, right? They might be using matte finishes or, or fabrics. Some other ones are very powerful with very, very you know, aggressive proportions. Some others may feel luxurious. For example, a uh, leather bag uh, where, where the suppleness of the leather uh, you know, feels like butter and, and really reflects the lights and the shadows uh, in a very, very beautiful way. Sometimes the finish represents a brand. You know, you recognize the product before you even see the logo. And that is the case of a brand like Le Creuset, for example. It's a cast iron brand of cookware from France, and they enamel all of their products. You always recognize that you know, uh, gradient color with that very specific finish. And it feels good, it is very durable. You, know, you pass it on to your children and grandchildren, and there's something very quality about uh, the way it represents itself. And for those designers out in the audience today, look beyond your rendering software. Uh, we, we always default to like what's in the library and what we can apply. What we do here at Nonfiction, we keep a huge library of different materials and finishes and things we can reference all the time. They're not just swatches and samples, they're actual products and it's really inspiring. It really keeps us looking towards the future, expanding our minds and we ask that you do the same. We invite you to come up with ideas of what kind of finishes, what kind of interactions with products you want in the future. Things that don't exist yet. Things that uh, perhaps you know, combining two technologies of today can create for tomorrow. And we thank you for joining us and look forward to seeing you again sometime. Bye.